0: Hey there, this is Steph from stephfuccio.com with another episode of Geopets Now Pod Pomo, National Podcast Posting Month. Every day this month, crazy podcasters like myself will be posting a podcast episode. For more information on Now Pod Pomo, dig into the show notes. So this month on Geopets Now Pod Pomo, I will be doing a range of experimental catch-up episodes of previous guests from all of the Geopets Podcast Network. For a few weeks I have been saying it's eight podcasts and actually I recounted yesterday, I must be thinking of the secret project I'm working on because actually the ones you can see right now are only seven. All seven of those podcasts can be found at stephbuccio.com forward slash podcasts. So yesterday we heard from Jo of Life and Breath about her reaction to her original episode from two years ago. And the birds are getting restless, so it's a good time to tell you I'm back in the park. It's been looking like it's going to rain all day, so I actually went pretty quickly through the park, didn't go up to the quiet spot, and so I'm at the lake right now. You can probably hear the bicycles and some of the people around me. Inevitably, you'll probably hear a ringtone. Let me know what you think of these park episodes. Do the nature sounds outweigh the slightly disruptive people and city sounds? I am Steph Fuccio, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Feel free to hit me up and let me know what you think. Should I keep doing this in the park, or should I just give up and do my regular thing at home with the regular microphone? I'd really love to hear from you. Alright, so Jo, she was one of the first guests I had, she was definitely the first guest I had on Geopets Online which used to be called Virtual Expats. So that that show ran for a little while and I ended up putting energies into other podcasts as you can see from the network. I do have GeoPets Online episode coming up in December, but I don't know if that will be a regular podcast going forward. I've definitely not although of, of the length that Joe and I spent talking. She again was my first guest on the GeoPets Online podcast and we did talk for over 2 hours. So yesterday Jo talked a lot about the feelings and the topics that we talked about. So she talked about balance and how she wished she was more patient when changes happened and things like that. And what I wanna focus on today is more of the onlineness that we talked about in the original episode two years ago. It's so hard to imagine, but yes, two years ago. So the clip I've got for you today, it dives into more of me questioning her on social media practices, online habits, those kinds of things, we kind of ponder some things together, and it was um, it was quite a conversation. Uh, we, I've just got under ten minutes for I've just got a clip that's about ten minutes for you, but you are more than welcome to go back and listen to the original episode. I'll have that link in the show notes for you. Before we get into the clip, two more things. One is um, if you would like to get into those show notes, you need to go to Steph fucio.com forward slash nowpodpomo forward slash 47. Finally, we have two goals this month for Pod Pomo. One is a reach goal where I would like to get 100 downloads, 100 listens, to be quite honest with you, per day by the end of the month. We're pretty close. We've been averaging about 34, 35 per day, but we did have a, wow, what was that? <laughs> we did have a day last week where we hit 76 in one day. So that's really close to 100 so if we could get a few more of those by the end of the month that would be amazing in order for more people to discover us the best way to do that is word of mouth or word of social mouth what i don't know that sounded better in my head <laughs> so i have created a social media post with all of the hashtags and a little bit of information about the geopets podcast network and it's in the show notes for you so all you have to do is go in there What is that? I think that's a firecracker that some kids are tossing around. All you have to do is go into the show notes, copy it, and paste it into wherever you want to post it. It fits in Twitter and everywhere else. Twitter's the most restrictive, so it definitely fits there. Yeah, those are definitely firecrackers. So yes, that's the first goal. The second goal is a monetary one. We're looking for 30 coffees in 30 days we started a little bit late on this goal so we need more of two coffees a day for the next two weeks in order to reach that goal but i have faith i have faith um so how would you do that if you wanted to help support the network it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopets g-e-o-p-a-t-s and that's it let's have a listen to joe and i in that conversation two years ago on geopets online podcast growing up I really 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 found a comfortable space in books mm-hmm. and when the as the internet grew I found that that was not instead of, in addition to that that also had some very comfy comfy, interesting spaces with interesting people. Mm. And so when people say the internet is bad, technology is bad, mobile phones are ruining our fill in the blank, mm. our attention spans, our social circles are blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well no, it's it's how you use the tool. Yes. Yeah. So it's that thing of how do you find those spaces that nurture you, not torture you. Yeah.
1: And I am struggling with that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with my partner because, you know, when we were both at work, I'm on mat leave now, but we would come in tired, we would put our son to bed and we would both be on devices on different couches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I'm off mat leave and also we both highlighted that to each other, that actually mm-hmm. we, we stopped communicating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're just in our own worlds, we're not even watching a film together. and when you have a phone in your pocket and you have all your notifications on it and an email comes through your attention is distracted Mm -hmm. and I think that is very difficult for a person who really wants you to sit and listen to them Mm -hmm. and it does affect that closeness that you have with somebody but I think it's like you say it's about balance and how you Mm -hmm. use them it's fine to have that time but if it's interrupting a conversation every three minutes because you get some notification you can't have any you know meaningful conversation with the person across from you they always feel like second best yeah and you know some of the studies if you have a phone on a table the person across from you automatically feels like you know you're not as engaged yeah. in that conversation um uh, it frustrates me though because I, I take notes on my phone now too yes and my husband does that but I so, just I yeah. go crazy it's so hard because I'm like I want to
0: give some full attention I will turn my phone off I'll turn the silencer on I'll put it in my bag but sometimes somebody will say something and I'll be like what I, need to, I need to make a note of that I want to look at that some more later I want to read that book I want to look at that film that kind of thing And you know? I want to contact that person that you're reminding me of right now and it won't stay in there because things don't stay in my brain anymore. (laughs) They
1: stay in my external brain, my phone. And he says (laughs) the exact same thing. But for me, I don't find the taking notes a problem. Mm. You know, if somebody was to write that down on a pad of paper, I would be like, great, they're listening to me. It's the fact that probably when you look at your phone, you might have six notifications like Instagram, uh, Facebook, Outlook. And before you've even got to open your notes Mm. page, your mind's already thought, okay, I've got these six notifications. I need to find out what they this are.
0: This is the one area where I think the VPN comes into play mm. and helps me because my I, my main email is Gmail and it doesn't do anything when my VPN's off. So I now keep my VPN off. And even my WeChat, if I'm not in it and like I close everything down, but the phone's on silent, but it's still there, it won't tell me there are notifications until I sign in. So I'll like go in there, I can send myself an email, I won't see it because it won't come through People be like, I'm done or I'll make a note somewhere in some file or something but I don't see the notifications yet and I'm like, okay, that's one good thing about VPNs <laughs> is that I have to have that to access all of my all of
1: my VPN things. And I think that's a but, yeah. great tip, you know, like I say, inspired by mm-hmm. this Dr. Chesty, and now I am reading his physical book which mm-hmm. I enjoy because it is a physical experience of reading a book that I've not had for a while Mm -hmm. and he just says you know turn off all your notifications you know and I think if you do that that's fine you know we can use technologies in in different ways Um, but for me often I feel like okay I can um be talking to my partner and they'll be like I'll go and research this yeah <laughs> you know one of the things was like for example this morning we are talking about the star sign of my unborn daughter because I really want her to be born soon yeah. and we I was like but what if she's this star sign and he was like I'm just going to go and research it and I thought well what did we do before that before we had everything at our fingertips yeah. we would have had to go and look at a book and have that physical experience yeah. with a book or yeah. with an environment. And that's changed for us all now. But if you did go, like if the books were in the room that you were having the conversation, you went to go look at the book, yeah. is that any less distracting than looking on the internet? Potentially not. No. But would it be a shared experience? Would you look at that book together or, you know, and I think that's the... It's yeah, tricky. The, nobody really knows yeah. how technology will influence our yeah. uh, behavior in the future. Yeah. I'm very pro-technology, mm-hmm. like AI, AR, but I do think it's really important to keep those, those social connections. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe it's just at a dinner table when you're having a dinner, you know, there's a phone box mm-hmm. and those phones go away and you can have an hour of meaningful conversation because it's rare sometimes that you, you get to speak to somebody unless they have their phone. I've not been to like a dinner party or out for dinner where somebody hasn't been on their phone. <laughs> like with a table of eight, yeah. somebody is, you know, checking and I think we, uh, we've lost that. that little.
0: I, I agree, but the other thing is it's, there's so many things
1: happening all the time. Yeah. But, but that's a big yeah. stressor for us as humans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where's our time where we just don't have anything happening? And what would yeah. you do if things weren't happening? Yeah. Would you pursue your passions? Would you have time to do things that you really wanted to do, or I feel would my you online? So... <laughs> I'm not the person to answer that question. <laughs> but potentially, would you think about the things that were mm. online, or would you? Are you reacting to what's important, or are you thinking about the things that you want to put online? And I think that, for me, is the the, the challenge with technology often when we get a notification it's not really so important mm. but it's there and it's weighing us on us and we'll reply to it and we'll answer mm. it. And then the things that are really important often don't get the time that they need because they might be bigger things that we have to deal with. So I wonder, that's, is technology a distraction sometimes? And I. I'm devil's advocate on this. Yeah, you know, I don't know what is the right answer. I don't think there is a right answer. Oh, I do, and I don't think it's the same for everybody.
0: No, I definitely don't. People that grew up like I got my first cell phone in my what twenties? Twenties, early thirties. I think mid twenties. I had a beeper. I did that route because I.
1: I am that old. Um, <laughs> I used to that. date somebody with a beeper, so, you know, that was yeah. a, no, it was a pager, and then you could only yeah. page a certain amount of, um... Oh, no yeah. way, so I couldn't even do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I had that, then I had the, yeah, 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 so I went through the,
0: the whole progression, but it was quite a while before I had my first... mobile phone and then it was only what 2012 when I got my first smartphone Mm. so having the internet in my pocket is a very new experience for me versus kids who grow up now and they're like you know seven eight nine ten years old and they always have everything right there we're gonna have very different relationships with what we do
1: online yeah and what our comfy spaces are (laughs) definitely like my son is two yeah And he knows that Peppa Pig lives in the iPad. And his first words when he wakes up are not, good morning, mommy, it's Peppa Pig. And I've had to fool him that Peppa Pig is still sleeping in the iPad. But he's like, no, Peppa Pig is awake. iPad, iPad. And I'm like, okay. How do I manage this? So I definitely feel, not that I'm a dinosaur, but I... I've entered technology mm. at a point in my life where maybe I have certain questions around it but I think actually my uh, children will just think this is a normal part of life Yeah. yeah. but I hope they have a balance that they um, appreciate how important it is to connect with people physically and face to face. Yeah. Because unless we are authentic online, they may only experience a certain side to a human. And I think that, for me, is the danger. If everybody online is perfect and great, Mm -hmm. if they don't feel like that, I want to make sure that they can have a conversation with somebody, especially of a different culture, and say, okay, how do we connect in a certain way? Yeah, that authenticity. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much to Joe, not just for being on the podcast two years ago and, and getting the GeoPads online podcast started, but for coming back. And oh my goodness, for her to have listened to the entire two hours. I feel so blessed to have people like this in my life and on the podcast. So thank you so much, Joe, for doing this. This episode is brought to you by StephFuccio.com. That's me where I offer custom podcasting services, including but not limited to podcast editing, podcast workshops, podcast consulting. You know where I'm going with this. You can find the show notes for this episode at stephuccio.com forward slash notpodpomo forward slash 47. I can be reached on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Puccio, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O signing off from the grand park of Tirana, where apparently we're celebrating with firecrackers what are we celebrating i don't know oh as far as me and the ducks the podcast will be back tomorrow the ducks i'm not so sure all right so this is a daily experience so we will be back with more geopets now pod pomo tomorrow and every day this month until the 30th oh if i can do